so slowly i realized that the, the pace of my life uh, changed completely and uh, it took me by surprise because yeah like i said i was very proud of myself i thought hey i'm not using much insta anyway so it's not going to make a dif- big difference except it did <laughs> big huge difference i was surprised how much clearer my mind became just because i was 100% not on instagram hello 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 welcome back to the feel good factor i'm susmita vignasaurus and i'm so glad you could join me here today everyone so good to be back here talking to all of you <laughs> i hope you enjoyed the meditations i posted last week i have more lined up but today i thought uh, it'll be nice to have a little talk i wanted to share this very powerful experience i've had in the recent times so i've been off insta for 2 months and uh, i never thought i could do something like that but yeah i was completely off of instagram i did not even log in for anything and um, wow what a shift that experience that decision made in my life so to give you a little bit of background when it came to social media a few years ago i had begun to become aware of how much of my time it was sucking just draining i would spend a lot of time on instagram facebook whatsapp um, you know all these places and uh, i decided okay you know i need to start cutting things out one by one initially i figured um, i'll focus my attention on one social media platform and uh, delete the rest so i deactivated my facebook account and then maybe early last year i deleted my whatsapp uh, which people were pretty shocked that i did that they're like oh you're communicating with everyone <laughs> these things are such that you get so hooked to them you are so dependent on them that it doesn't even occur to you that there could be other ways of living your life a way of living your life without these particular apps or these particular platforms and especially with whatsapp people are still very surprised the funny part is when i you know, when i say hey let's keep in touch or if i ask someone hey drop me a message and this is my number and we'll you know take it from there it doesn't even like people first go take my number and then they look for my <laughs> look for me on whatsapp and then when they don't find me there they are like oh there's no way to contact you have <laughs> heard of sms regular texting it doesn't even occur to someone to just send a normal text anymore which is um, which is so funny because uh, we would text each other quite a bit in the beginning right before smartphones you know before we had our old nokia phones and we just text each other and if any of you have used those the older phones the pre smartphones then you'd know that you know for each word you had to click you know, click the buttons you know the letter buttons twice thrice to get each letter and then the each word would take quite some time 
of course it was auto complete but still it would take quite some time and uh, i guess that limited us the technology not being so fast kept us also from getting addicted to texting or just being on the phone all the time and as it got easier and easier to connect um, which you know it's wonderful right you're you're here someone is in some other part of the world and you just drop a message and they get it and they respond it's like you're right they're having a conversation with each other and before smartphones that was not i mean yes you know if you got onto a computer onto a chat platform maybe like yahoo chat and stuff yes that was possible but that is nothing compared to just having your phone in your hand and sending someone a whatsapp message or a viber message or whichever right once people got used to that it became kind of impossible to imagine a life uh, without whatsapp or without being on social media of any kind so yeah you know i deleted facebook and whatsapp and after that um, i had only instagram left i was an active active on twitter anyway i i think it's a petri dish of negativity i would never use it anyway so i never bothered to go back to it but instagram <laughs> was my guilty pleasure i just couldn't stay away from instagram it was such i mean it is such a lovely place to build a community the energy and atmosphere is very different from other platforms and um, depending on what kind of atmosphere you create you can curate the energy uh, you can curate the you know the kind of information that gets exchanged uh, the kind of comments that people post you can curate all of that just by posting certain things like i i keep my energy really upbeat and positive and i want people to feel good when they're reading my instagram and i don't mean good in an artificial <laughs> way but but really in a sincere real way people should see the authenticity feel like they can be authentic to see that they can share from their hearts and not worry about what others think you know that is a kind of uh, atmosphere that i have uh, i've built on my instagram profile over the years and i've made such beautiful friendships over insta it's a place with so much potential and uh, i really love my uh, instagram account so that was the one thing i couldn't uh, get out of or uh, delete so what i started to do was um, delete the app from my phone and then i would install the app only if i were to do some stories or once or twice a week if i needed to do some things which could be done only on the app otherwise i would as far as possible try to log into insta on my browser because when you do that on your browser it's it's a very different experience it doesn't suck you in as much and you definitely don't go down the stories or reels uh, rabbit holes because uh, you know it's a clunky experience it nothing auto plays um, there are no suggested posts it's it's just a different experience it's not meant to be pleasant or comfortable to use instagram on a browser they've designed it in such a way because they want you to be hooked right they want you to spend as much time as possible on their platform 
So they've designed it in such a way that you are on the app and with the app, it, it has the power to just pull you in. You know, I was feeling good about myself in this past year where I reduced my Instagram usage very mindfully, quite drastically. And uh, I would still run things. I would still have my posts there. I would still interact with people, uh, but do it in a very limited way compared to what used to happen before where, you know, I'd open the app and then before I know it, like I'm out of the app coming up for air and it's hours later. <laughs> so that had stopped um, happening, thankfully. I've been reading a lot about uh, how our attention, our focus has been stolen, how we don't even realize how much of uh, a space in our minds, in our daily lives, social media takes. So I thought, let me take a break. I wasn't feeling very well a couple of months ago, so I decided, hey, now would be a perfect time. I will just... Uh, for now, just not get into Insta. So I even I even created uh, like this post mentioning it so that people don't get worried because you know you. Yeah, I I would do that too, right? If I see a friend posting on Insta often, and then one fine day they just stop posting, and then they hadn't there for weeks together. Of course, I would worry about them. So I didn't want any of uh, my folks to worry about me. So I even created a post saying, "I am going off Insta for a month, maybe longer." This is my email, this is my website, these are the ways you can get in touch with me if you, if you miss me. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, see you when I'm back. Once I did that post, a few things happened. So a few weeks of no Insta, I didn't feel too much of an itch, uh, to be honest. I thought maybe I'll, every couple of weeks I'll feel like, oh no, let me sneak in. Just log in and see what's happening. But I didn't feel that and uh, that really surprised me. By the end of one month, um, which was the end of August, I just didn't want to go back. September came and uh, though I initially I'd said that I'd go back in September, I uh, kind of ditched the idea. I said, no, let me extend it a little longer, a little longer. <laughs> you know, it felt peaceful in the mind. And uh, somehow my life seemed to have filled up with more quality leisure. I mean, I'll admit I did binge watch. Uh, I did continue to binge watch on Netflix and all that. <laughs> That's not something I stopped. However, because I had stopped Insta completely, I was able to fill up my time reading, consuming longer form content like listening to podcasts or reading really long articles online. I also started to spend more time with my spiritual practices, you know, like uh, meditation and stuff like that. So slowly I realized that the, the pace of my life uh, changed completely and uh, it took me by surprise because yeah, like I said, I was very proud of myself. I thought, hey, I'm not using much Insta anyway, so it's not going to make a dif big difference. Except it did. <laughs> big, huge difference. I was surprised how much clearer my mind became just because I was a hundred percent not on Instagram. 
Oliver Berkman, his book, 4,000 Weeks, I actually read it twice. <laughs> I'm not much into reading uh, non-fiction or rather when I do, I, I read it very slowly. But with this book, Oliver Berkman's 4,000 Weeks, I I just went through it the first time, you know, I listened to it as an audio book. And then the second time I wanted to read it again during this this break. And again, I went through it so fast and so much of it resonated with me. I would say about 80, 85% of the book resonated with me very deeply. Of course, you know, I've been going around recommending it to everybody, left, right and center. So Oliver Buckman, he mentions how with social media, in his case, it was Twitter, uh, but any of the social media where you're basically interacting with other people regularly, whether it's a texting app like WhatsApp or uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whichever. He says that once he cut off, he began to realize that it wasn't just about the time he spent on the platform. Say you spend an hour or two on your favorite social media platform. It's not just about that. It's not just about that one hour going away or or you say, hey, I only spend 20 minutes there a day. No problem. You, you're limiting yourself. But it's not just about those 20 minutes either. Think about the amount of time you spend afterwards the rest of the day with whatever happened on the platform on your brain. Like, say you read a certain post or, or uh, you know, if it's something positive, it's different. Many times it could be something which uh, triggered you or annoyed you in some way. And then you spend hours later thinking about it. Like, oh, I should have said this. I could have said this. Or oh, next time I'll say this. This is what they said. Is it true? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it just eats away at you. And then there's the other thing, especially with Instagram. All of us Instagrammers, the, the side habit that we automatically develop because of being on Insta is that we document every damn thing. <laughs> Anything you look at, you look at it from a step away. You don't look at it directly. You look at it from the lens of, oh, this would make a nice Insta story. Or, oh, this is so funny. If I post this, my audience is going to enjoy it. You know, like you think of it so much. I, I couldn't cook a single meal without clicking a picture of it. I'd cook the meal or bake something. And then before I could eat it, regardless of how much I wanted to dive into it immediately, I would keep it and then take pictures and you know maybe post a story and then start enjoying all my hard work the, the fruits of my labor and these are things which uh, I was not fully aware of in the sense of I knew it was happening but it was just somewhere at the back of my mind I never paid attention to how much of an impact uh, this, you know, looking through the lens of presenting it, of showing it, uh, sharing it with uh, my friends and audience online, always looking at things through that lens. I never realized what kind of an impact it was having on my mind, on my way to be mindful or uh, experience something until I stopped it. Right from the beginning, after I had, I was on my break, Say there was a there was a meal, 
that was in front of me. I never felt the inclination to take a picture because, you know, there's no one to share it with right now. And really, do I need to click a picture of every single thing? Do I need to document every single beautiful thing that I see outside or whatever it is? Slowly, over time, my mind even stopped thinking of it from the point of view of what someone else might feel about this experience. And it doesn't matter if when you share it, the people who see it feel good or feel thoughtful. You know, that is secondary, right? It could be a positive thing, but it is still secondary because what matters is how you feel when you're experiencing that moment. And by thinking of what someone else, by thinking of what your audience will get out of it, you are bypassing a lot of the experience for your own self. It was such a huge thing. It, it, uh, <laughs> as it dawned on me, I was really surprised. Uh, and, and also, I had already stopped documenting every single thing to begin with. But even then, being off of social media, not even having a place, not even having the option to share it with anyone still made an impact, still made a difference in the way I looked at things, the way I felt things, the way I read things. I mean, even reading. You know, I was reading a lot already. I'm, I'm a voracious uh, reader, mostly fiction, but also non-fiction. And, you know, I, I select certain authors. I love series. If I love something, I will reread it multiple times too. You know, the stories, like years later, I do a lot of all of that. But even there, I saw that the flow of reading was just so much better when I didn't have anything to share. I didn't have anyone to share it with uh, necessarily. Otherwise, you know, if I read something really funny or something really deep and meaningful, I would take a screenshot in the middle of my reading. I would take a screenshot of it. And then I would post it on my Insta stories. <laughs> my intention was to share it like, oh, wow, this is so funny. I should share it with everyone. And then, you know, they will laugh at it too or it will make them think too. And, you know, the intention was fine. But, um, yeah, it wasn't serving me because once you get on to post the story and then you're there. It takes quite some time for the focus to come back. You know, even if I immediately went back to the book, it took quite some time for the focus to come back. Your focus is not meant to be split. There are plenty studies conducted that, you know, multitasking and all that is, it's a myth. The, our brains are not meant to do that. So say you're working on something, you're focused on one activity, you're in deep work in one activity. And even something small like say a notification on your phone or something else distracts you for a moment away if it takes away that deep focus because it takes time to build that focus right something takes it away by the time you come back even if you come back like say immediately by the time you get back to that original state of deep focus it takes 20-25 minutes long time for you to get back into that deep state once again and that slows you down drastically and it dilutes the original experience too, whether it is like I was doing, you know, reading, like leisure, something which is a leisure activity or whether it is something productive, like doing some kind of work or something creative, whatever it is. 
that experience deserves your complete attention it doesn't deserve to be diluted by a lack of uh, focus because then you can't enjoy the full potential of uh, everything that it offers you yeah so then that was another thing that happened with the insta where i wasn't documenting everything i wasn't thinking of every situation from the point of view of how somebody will look at it how my friends my audience will look at it the experience they'll get out of it i stopped thinking of anything in that way how to use it to make others feel good or contemplative or whatever and i i could only be there in the present i would be fully present for that experience for myself in that moment and no one else and then once i was done with the experience of course i could talk about it with anybody or maybe even tell a friend about it whatever it is but that was only after and not during the experience talking about uh, talking to friends what being off social media did what being off instagram did i realized the importance of or rather i i even more realized the importance of uh, quality one to one conversations or sm- quality small group conversations when you're chatting on dms or on messenger uh, or when you're commenting on somebody's post and interacting with them it's a lot of fun right you're you're constantly interacting with each other and it is it is fun it's like a party you're looking at somebody's stories and then you're laughing along with them or you see somebody's post and then you share your thoughts with them and then you know you you write that comment and you go on to the next post or the next person there isn't that deep connection in that so there isn't enough depth or meaning to those interactions uh, no matter how deep or meaningful the comment is or the discussion is because when you compare that to actually having a one to one conversation with somebody obviously the conversation has a lot more value it could be a conversation on a phone call which you know anyway i was i am very discerning about who i speak to and how I, how long i speak to them for and we all need to be that but i started valuing that personal connection with people more and i also started valuing uh, going out and meeting people because once the chatter of social media is cut off you notice two things one is who are you really missing not just missing their posts but just like missing interacting with and you want to connect with them more and you also see who is missing you like who values talking to you regardless of whether they are constantly seeing you on social media who's thinking of you when they're not seeing you all the time you kind of it, it's a filter <laughs> it teaches you a lot then you you end up having uh, better relationships more meaningful powerful relationships i started making an effort to go out and meet certain friends or family members i wouldn't do that before because uh, it had become too convenient you know through the whole 
lockdown and all that 2020 2021 being at home only being in touch online i'd gotten way too comfortable with that i just didn't feel like making the effort to say get dressed or go out or you know sit outside the house when i can just chill in my own house lie in bed and chat with somebody or you know go on instant connect with people that felt that created this feeling of being connected so i felt like okay fine you know that part of me that craves connection was uh, very satisfied just doing this online of course when i cut off from insta i saw the value in uh, going out and meeting people spending time with them and while spending time not necessarily documenting taking selfies you know all of that rubbish or taking pictures of the food <laughs> i mean i wouldn't call it rubbish i'm just saying that because uh, i do it you know i it's not that i don't do it and i've i've enjoyed doing it through many years but i feel like it really gets in the way of uh, a meaningful connection sometimes you just don't need to take pictures you know the moment can be stored in your head like the days before we had digital cameras <laughs> you don't need to share it with the world that uh, you met this person or you know this is where we went and this is what we did you you don't need to share it with anybody it can be just your own that particular hour or two hours whatever it's your own so it was nice the value of that felt nice i realized who i want to spend more time with who i felt like meeting a couple of weeks ago a few friends met a bunch of us we met at this new place new vegan whole food plant based uh, restaurant in town and it was so beautiful one friend of mine had come into town she lived somewhere else and then she just uh, texted me saying hey you know do you want to meet up a few of us are meeting up on um, in the weekend would you like to join too it would be a nice vegan get together a small one and i was like yeah very excited about it because i like cozy group get togethers and especially i wanted to meet her because you know i hadn't seen her for quite some time it would be nice to meet her and i was looking forward to meeting a few of the others who would be there it was so nice like we spent hours together like a bunch of us uh, even stayed back so the lunch happened and it was so nice and enjoyable the hosts of the place the owners they were so great they sat with us and we had some great conversations and then we just didn't feel like leaving a few of us just hung back and we stayed there till you know into the evening just just talking and sharing things and it was so beautiful and so meaningful through the talk i didn't you know i didn't feel the need to touch my phone we took a few pictures in the beginning when everybody was having lunch but that's about it like after that you know didn't feel that need at all and normally in a situation like this if uh, people are taking pictures of each other you know that they're going to tag you and post it on instagram so your mind goes there like i would be like oh good i can't wait to go home and then open my insta and they would have tagged me on the stories and then i'll share those to my stories and <laughs> i mean if you're an instagrammer you are familiar with these feelings but that day i had nothing else i'm like it was that moment we enjoyed it together whatever few pictures we clicked on the phone i had it on my phone for my benefit to look at later 
and it felt so nice i probably to be honest i probably may not even have made the effort to go there and be present with them if i had already been connected on insta i might have just used some reason to just stay back home to indulge my more lazy self uh, my more introvert self but uh, this came at a time when i wanted to have meaningful connection have meaningful conversations and i had this opportunity i could clearly see it where i could get to meet a few good friends hug them uh, sit and chat with them it was a beautiful experience and i'm i'm so grateful that i actually went there so 50 50 chance whether i would have gone there or not if <laughs> if i had still been connected to everybody online and uh, while we were there uh, my good friend shruti she asked me like uh, don't you feel like fomo you know basically if you don't you feel afraid you're uh, missing out when you're off social media like things will happen and then you won't get to know about it and <laughs> you'll miss out and it was very funny because in that moment the only thought that came to me was um, i told her like you know to be honest i'm actually afraid to go back i have the fear of having to go back and be on insta again because i mean i have this community i have put so much effort into and i do love the place and i love the community so i will at some point go back and uh, i'm afraid i'll have to do that so that's the fear i have <laughs> later i was thinking about it um, you know when i came home and i'm like okay the fear of missing out and then i remembered this term which is joy of missing out what i had been feeling was that you know jomo <laughs> it felt good it felt good not to be overwhelmed with all the information uh, it felt good uh, not to have to know every single thing that was happening because obviously you can't be involved in everything and then you truly feel like oh no you see all this happening and then you you don't do all of it or you're not there for everything that doesn't feel that great the funniest part was that particular meeting that lunch that all of us were at that was not uh, posted on social media for people to find out about it was just um, a bunch of friends all just texting each other and then yes that's it there was no separate uh, whatsapp group or anything created for it nothing was required people texted saying okay at this time we're all meeting at this place who is joining and uh, that's about it it was just such a nice um, casually planned uh, occasion and then all of us just met and that was it that was all it took even though i was not on social media i didn't miss out on that event and the other funny thing was throughout that that instagram break of mine during that instagram break of mine two new vegan places opened up in town i got to know about both of them <laughs> i got to know them a little later than their launch i wasn't on top of things and i didn't get to know of them immediately but really why should i be the first to know like why should we be the first to know anything at all the important things will trickle down to us we will get to know about it whether through friends like in both these instances it was through friends i i am part of this very you know very low noise uh, it's almost not a group group on telegram uh, vegan friends and it's just a little tiny thing and nothing like uh, the whatsapp groups 
we don't spend hours together chatting on it or anything it's just a small tiny way to keep in touch a, a more quiet way to keep in touch and only share uh, more relevant information or again have more meaningful conversations if at all friends on that group had uh, shared pictures and that posted about it and they were like you know there's this new place and this is what is happening it's so good and i got to visit both the places you know during the break <laughs> you know i i got to go enjoy the food have nice conversations with friends spend hours together there not taking pictures of the food at all <laughs> uh, it was a lovely experience you know i realized that yeah jomo is great we don't have to have that fear of missing out on things if we miss out on something so what and if it's really important and you're meant to know about it or you're meant to be a part of something uh, it will find its way to you you can you can trust the universe you know you can trust in that and that fear of if you go off all social media you are going to be living under a rock that is so wrong <laughs> i it, it got proved in my two month uh, break that hey you know it was a nice fulfilling two months i got to do multiple things i got to find out about many things whatever is relevant i got to have meaningful conversations and meaningful meetings with people i got to live my life taken all the long form content and digest it completely for my own self and um, not for anybody else and it was just so beautiful having been on that break i am getting back now uh, but i know now having seen the value of the break i know that it's not going to be a pull like that addictive pull that instagram had on me before no matter how small i know that's not going to happen anymore i'm going to very slowly ease myself back into it and uh, limit how much i'm going to spend time there only as required having stayed away i realize that um, life can be really wonderful when you do miss out <laughs> quote and quote miss out on uh, the constant activity and information and the buzz on social media you don't need to have your finger on the pulse the whole time you just don't need it i'm going to do this more often you know just take off completely for some time and haven't taken off uh, having had the time to just live my life in a much more slowed down easy going manner i have realized uh, what i want out of life i've got more clarity about what i want out of my life going forward it was a beautiful uh, reset and it's gotten me more creative and in the flow i'm uh, writing more but then again writing but not really for posting you know for my own self for my own for my own uh, pleasure and joy and clarity and all the magic that writing involves i've recorded a few meditations and posted them on insight timer and right here on the podcast too i'm just slowing down and doing things and i'm really enjoying that process i'm i'm feeling very fulfilled in that process of taking things very very slow yohan hari is he's a guy he has written a book about stolen focus in one of his write ups he speaks about how until 
you get yourself properly bored you will not actually put in the effort to do real quality work or creativity particularly creativity because you know we don't have this thing of uh, boredom right in the sense of people get bored really fast but you also have the solution really fast it's right there at your fingertips you get a teeny tiny bit bored like you can't people are not able to stand silence or stand a moment of stillness or, or you know boredom you feel a teeny bit bored and you reach for your phone you don't even realize you're doing it and then you're opening it out and you're going on social media or connecting with someone you're checking what messages have come you're checking what emails have come you don't allow yourself to get bored somebody if there is something or the other that is addictive available to you at your fingertips which distracts you all these distractions which keep you away from being still by sitting with nothing to do you know that feeling of there's nothing to do that bit of actually experiencing that stillness johan harry says once you know he cut he cut off all his he like <laughs> went to a place where uh, he had no internet connectivity he had no phone no email no computer nothing he just lived life like you know like where when we lived life in the 90s right <laughs> early 90s where you really weren't connected all the time and then you did things and you still had a nice fulfilling life and in fact probably a much better much more fulfilling life so he talks about uh, how he had to get properly bored like you sit with nothing and then there is no phone there's no internet there's no email there's no tv there's nothing to log into there's nothing to you know watch you have to get bored you have to really put yourself in that position where everything that is a distraction that is a quick fix dopamine inducing addictive thing you get that out of your life and then only once you go into that particular point of stillness will your brain start to focus on how to entertain itself in way more quality fulfilling ways i was already feeling that with my digital detox uh, sundays every week but uh, yeah this is a lot stronger lot better i i literally had on my phone there were only two things to look at or to distract me rather there were other things to read and all that but the two distractions i had one was my email the other was my telegram messenger there is not there are only so many emails and there are very limited like i said my telegram is very very limited um, it might as well be texting you know it's as limited as that because i'm not part of you know busy groups and there's only so much you check and beyond that there's nothing there's nothing to do on the phone except to either read or listen to a podcast or or read a long form article or a book after a point it's like uh, you just dive into that long form content more and more you start relying on that content more and more and then once you cut that out too when you keep your phone away you start being more creative you start thinking more creatively and you will do things which you put off i found joy in in cleaning in writing in my art 
uh, I started finding more and more joy in all of that uh, because I didn't feel like, oh, there's something else waiting for me. That little tiny little itch in your brain, which is like, oh, just open Insta and see what's happening. You know, that itch, that was not there because there was no Insta. I would just be involved completely in whatever it is I was doing. I wanted to tell you all of this because I hope it inspires you to cut off from social media completely for for some stretches of time to take those breaks from social media or even digital breaks things like that to try it out and uh, know that even though you may feel uncomfortable at first uh, it is so totally worth it to sit in that discomfort and go through that because it's on the other side um, there is um, a much more beautiful life much more you feel more present and alive and fulfilled there's so much of a lot of that and there's there's clarity uh, <laughs> i cannot um, tell you enough though i've spoken for so long <laughs> i cannot tell you anywhere near enough about how wonderful it is i cannot put that into words and uh, i want you to experience this for yourself you know, while I was on my break, one thing that uh, multiple people told me was, oh, I want to do that too, but I don't know how. I don't think I can do it. Or I want to do this too, but uh, for my business, I need to be there or for whatever. There's always a reason. If you want to do it, uh, do it. No excuses. Don't try to justify your presence on social media in any way. Take those breaks. If it means you do it for a week, you do it for uh, 21 days, you do it for a couple of months like me, just do it and try it. And until you try it out, you won't realize the value. Once you start, uh, what I say is, when you feel that initial itch to go back, don't go back. Push yourself a little more. Because once you start pushing yourself, uh, that's when <laughs> that addiction gets uh, detoxed from from your body your brain starts creating new neural pathways the habit that your brain has formed these habits of going or, or leaning on distractions easily available distractions for that habit to go away you need to take a little time staying away from it and then after a point you you just won't crave it anymore the craving goes away <laughs> And then, you know, you'll work around a way to ease back into it in a much, much more healthy way. And you will also clearly see how much of uh, your presence in any of these platforms or groups or wherever it is, is necessary and how much isn't. Uh, so I strongly suggest that you try it out for uh, yourself. And uh, if you do, let me know. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Drop me an email. The feel good factor at uh, veganosaurus.com and tell me all about it. In my earlier episodes, I used to ask people to drop me a DM on my Instagram. You can do that. I'd, I'd still love that too. Uh, but uh, very likely, I'm not going to respond very quickly because <laughs> I'm taking it really slow with Insta. But know that I will respond to you. So yeah, you can drop me a voice note on Instagram about uh, how you felt too, if you'd like. Whatever your takeaway is from listening to this episode. That's about it for today. 
I have another meditation that I will be posting soon on the podcast and also I'm hoping to be back again soon with uh, some more talking. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Take care. Hey lovely people. It is so good chatting with you today. If you enjoyed this episode of the Feel Good Factor, you are going to love what I share in my newsletter. It's called the Feel Good Tribe and I send out emails once or twice a month with secret stories, fun updates, life and business tips, spiritual guidance and uh, just so much more. Go to my website veganosaurus.com that is v-e-g-a-n-o-s-a-u-r-u-s dot com slash newsletter and sign up. I can't wait to have you on the Feel Good Tribe. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Feel Good Factor. I'm Susmita Veganosaurus and I'm looking forward to talking to you again very soon. Bye!